Hello, this is Alyssa, and I'm calling in from Maine. And this is Revel from California. And, and you listening are listening to, to Rockin' Radio. Radio. So, Alyssa, I've been thinking, since there tends to be a little controversy about our show sometimes. <laughs> there <that> does. <laughs> maybe we should start with a disclaimer. Okay, go for it. Okay, so this is for everybody, that any resemblance or similarity to any persons, living or dead, that we talk about is purely coincidental. And what what I mean by that, and and Alyssa can can give her version also, is that people take things personally. They'll hear something and they'll they'll think it's something that they said that we've read or something else, and they go, "Oh, you're talking about me." Right. Maybe, maybe not. You know, we may be talking about a thousand people who have these same issues. Right, and we also take a lot of reference from rawfoodtalk.com because there's so many people writing on there, and sometimes people will write a lot of stuff, and it's just one sentence that kind of sparks something that we think, oh, that would be great to talk about because it's really controversial or a lot of people are interested in it, so it doesn't necessarily pertain to that one person. Exactly. And the other thing is that she and I do not agree on everything we say. Right. And so you may hear two people, we may even get into an argument, who knows. But for the most part, we're pretty civil. (laughs) But the thing is, um, something I say more often than what she says will be taken in in a way that it may not be meant. And look at yourself when you're taking this. And this is, again... Not about any particular thing. Because you don't know what kind of emails we get. Mm-hmm. We get right. a lot of emails. It's not just what you see on the board. So don't take what I'm saying personal. Well, take it personally if you want. I mean, that's your choice. Mm-hmm. But the thing yeah. is, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I you know, have a friend who always says, um, if, you, if you find yourself getting, um, if you're, oh, my God, I just totally forgot this quote. But it's really good. Um, oh, if you if you find yourself if you find oh my god, Revel, I can't think of it. I can't, I know I think I know what you're saying without knowing the exact. Oh, point. if something burns your butt, you need to find out why your butt's so flammable. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another way. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, there's another one, and my uh, my teacher says if you if if you feel. Um, <laughs> if you fear you're getting pooped on, um, look and see why you're acting like a toilet. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we can go into such a long explanation of this. Yeah, it's not, it's, the thing is to stop, you know, and, and this is in general, we're talking. One of the toughest things for me to learn was to not th- take things personally. Like when somebody... This this is what causes a lot of fights, a lot of disagreements. It's and people say, "Well, they're talking directly to me." So what? It's their stuff that they're putting on you. If they've got an issue with you, it could, you know, they could be talking to their parents, but looking at you. 
Right. I used to do that. I used to talk to my teacher, and he'd look at me directly and say, you're not talking to me, are you? Yeah, and you see that all the time on different forum boards. You know, we see it on Raw Food Talk and other places that people will, um, because it's amazing, you'll see, you'll see somebody write something and 20 other people will answer, and each person will have their own perspective. And some people take it completely, uh, you know, one certain way, and then somebody else will take it the other way and think it's written completely different. So it's all from your perspective of your experiences that you've had in your life. Yeah, and also look at what you focus on. Um, we're, we're using Raw Food Talk, but I've, I've been on numerous forums, yeah. and it's the same thing on each one. Yeah. And the thing is, one person will write one thing that somebody will take negatively, Yeah. and 20 people will write something wonderful, mm-hmm. and what do we focus on? Right. The one thing that we perceive to be negative, which is probably where the actual issue is. Yeah. Because like you say, you know, if it's burning your butt, you need to find out what's going on. You need to yeah, look at the if you didn't have an attachment to it, you wouldn't get that emotional about it. So there's something there. Exactly. You'll see sometimes I'll write something and one person will take total issue with it and everybody else going, I don't see that. Right. So you got to kind of look and see, well, why am I taking it this way? Yeah. What's going on with me? Right. And this is, this is something I've really uh, been working with over the last few weeks is when I talk in my head, I've, I've got this thing I call the monkey mind. Mm. And it's like this little thing that chitter chatters all the time. It's like, you know, shut up. And in my head, sometimes I'll say something like, this person should do this, or this person shouldn't do that. And the first thing I say to myself is, is this true? Mm-hmm. And I, it gives me a moment to look at it and say, hmm, well, if this is true, say like this person is, is one of the things I read about a lot and hear about a lot from, from my clients and students is that somebody is putting pressure on them about the way they do something, whether it's the way they eat or the way they're living their lives. And you look at it and you go, is that true? Right. Or are we just tied into those old tapes and old belief systems? Exactly. What does putting pressure on you mean? Because they're saying something? How? Where's the pressure? Mm-hmm. Well, Revel, you know, I believe, and I think you do too, that you create your own reality 100%. Exactly. And, you know, when I say that to people, um, that, that's a great concept, and people think, okay, yeah, I get that. But um, they kind of pick and choose. Well, certain things they like to think they create, and other things they like to think they don't. They're right. just allowing. And, uh, or, or they're just, you know, a victim to it. Mm-hmm. And I really, if you, once you start believing that you create your reality 100%, it's not about blame. It's not that, I've had people say to me, well, what about rape victims? Or what about people who are, go through horrible tragedies? It's not about blaming those people and saying, well, you created that 100%. No. It's about taking responsibility and saying, okay, this horrible thing happened to me somewhere um, in my consciousness, I, I allowed this to happen, and how, what can I do? If you don't take responsibility and think that you created that on some level, how are you ever going to change it? Exactly. And I think for me, the difference is people who really want to grow and change are going to talk about a situation and get it out there and then figure out, okay, this is what's going on, now how do I need to change it? If I create my own reality, then what do I need to do to change this? 
But the people that you see who aren't ready, for, for me, I always think these people aren't ready to grow or change yes. because they're staying in the same situation and replaying the same thing and saying, oh, it's too hard to change, or, well, this is my story, this is my story, this is my story, and they keep telling the same story and this over is who and over. This is who I am. And like you said, it's not just raw food talk. I mean, I, I don't want people to think we're bashing raw, people on raw food talk. It's, it's all the forum boards and, and anything out there like this, but I just see it on there because I'm on there so much that I see people telling their story over and over and over and also getting stuck in an idea. And people come on and give advice and help, and they say, no, that's not going to work for me. And it's, you know, when you're not really allowing yourself to to say, okay, why did I create this and how can I change it? Then there, there's there's no way to move with it. There's no way to heal that. Well, one of the things that's scary, too, is, and I work with a lot of people. I, I, I work with people in my teleclasses. I work with people privately. I work with people in groups. And one of the things I have found is when I ask them, you get the same story over and over as you were saying, but you ask them, who would you be? Without your story. story. Absolutely. We do that in the five-day trainings. I mean, that is what the entire five-day training, my certification classes are. Like I said before, we do two days of food, but in between Elaine's doing tons of stuff for personal development. And throughout the next three days of that, it's all about, she actually stops. It's really amazing to watch because there's some people who are so hooked into their story that they'll tell it for a couple days and then she'll say, every time they go to speak, she'll say, how do you feel right now? I don't want to hear your story again. I know it. I know your story. I know you're sick of telling it. Well, how do you feel right now? And it's they're almost so disconnected with how they feel right now because they're so they're so connected to the story they've been telling for years. It may not even be true anymore. Yeah, I don't know if I've told this one already, but I, when I went to, um, I think it was Palm Springs, and it was a two-hour drive, and we were, weren't even into it for a half an hour. And this woman who is supposedly a therapist, all of a sudden she turns to me and she goes, Revel, tell me something good. I am in so much pain. Tell me of one of your successes. And I was in such shock and I looked at her and I said, I'll tell you what. I said, why don't you tell me one of your successes? And so... And that's the thing, too, Revel. I'm so glad you said that because I think what happens to people that we teach people in the five-day certification is also that it's hard to get a new story. You know, the problem is that most people don't even know how to stop telling their story because they don't have a new experience. Well, and if you if you don't have a new experience, there's nothing to, like you let go of the old, you and, let go of the yeah. old story, and then there's nothing to replace it with. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, and then who are you? And, and who are you? you and you don't have the new experience yeah. to, to, you know, okay, this is who I am. This is who I'm becoming. Yeah, you need to find out who you are. And I, I've been in that position where it's just like, wow, you got this clean slate to mm-hmm. work with. And it can be scary and vulnerable. It's not always fun and easy. You know, it can be scary for people. And I think there's music behind us, so we should just go ahead and take a break. Okay. You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. 
That's Spill Your Beans, one word, at rockinrawkinradio.com. Hi, this is Alyssa, and you can find me on the web at alyssacohen.com. It's A-L-I-S-S-A-C-O-H-E-N.com. You can get my book, Living on Live Food, and the DVD, Living on Live Food, and a ton of other food products and all kinds of stuff. I also have a couple of classes coming up, a five-day certification in May, and a 30-day program, which is really cool. Revel, I don't know if I told you about that. Uh, Tell us now. Okay, it's going to be um, for 30 days, people are going to live at my bed and breakfast in Maine, and it's uh, almost like an extension of the five-day training. You're going to be certified uh, in the level one, two, and three, but it's it's so much more. It's If you ever wanted to do anything like write a book or create something, it's going to be 30 days of total focus on that, and by the end of 30 days, you'll have it accomplished or you'll be well on your way. And it's about being there, being raw, learning how to implement this lifestyle, and uh, just so much stuff. Elaine's going to be running that as well, and we have two of those, uh, two 30-day programs going on this summer. Wow. And actually, the first one's already almost full. I think there's one space left. Wow. Because it's very limited. It's like six people. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's a really cool concept. If I wasn't going to be with my honey, if I didn't yeah. want to be my honey, I'd, I'd do that. But th- yeah. 30 days away from him would be way too much. Yeah, well, it's really, you know how they say 28 days or 30 days to change a habit. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really going to be a cool thing. So. Yeah, it should be great. I mean, you lived a life. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, l- let's continue with what we started, if it's, yeah. if it's okay. Definitely. Um, I started a story about how this person turned to me and she tells me she's in pain and blah, blah, blah. And then... Um, the next day, she did the same thing. It was, it was funny because we had this whole great day. We are at a conference, this whole great day. And I'm driving, and she's listening to her messages on her cell phone. And she's going, oh, wow. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Wow. Oh. And I'm thinking, oh, cool. She's in a good mood. And then it wasn't it wasn't 30 seconds later she turns to me and she goes Revel I've never been in so much pain in my life I, uh, c- could you tell me something funny and I'm looking at her going what happened with the 30 seconds ago what happened what changed you know what story did you have to tell yourself to go from oh that's great to I'm in so much I'm in more pain than I've ever been in my life and the third day when we're finally going home uh, she turned to me and she goes, Revel, could you tell me a, a good story about, you know, some successes you've had? And then I just looked there and she goes, no, no, I really, I got it. She, I got it. I really just want to hear something. You know, I want to get to know you better. I said, okay. <laughs> but it, this is how we keep our lives going. We keep this story constantly yes. going in our heads to remind us who we are or who we Absolutely. think we are. Absolutely. I mean, like you said, who who would you be without your story? And and it's normal for, I mean, we all have the stories. I mean, it's, if you, unless you've worked with this issue and you've really worked on self-development and growth and we all have our stories. It's just, yeah, but you can make it a good story, can't you? Yeah. 
make a good story. And, and we don't realize how tied into the past we are and that we're not really telling the story of who we are today. It's yeah, not and really that, the truth a lot of times. And a lot of people who change their food program, especially when they go raw, mm. um, it does bring up a lot of things that they've not dealt with. Yeah, definitely. That they've been squishing down with a lot of their eating habits and stuff like that. Absolutely. And we, we I think we touched on this on another show that uh, I think what happens is people use food just like they use alcohol or drugs or anything to stuff the emotions. Mm-hmm. So whether you're binge eating or, um, you know, have an eating disorder with food or if you're just eating just cooked food, a lot of times it's so heavy it's it's not allowing your true essence to come out. Yeah, and, and that's it, what happens with raw food. You're eating foods that are so high, vibrationally high and have so much energy and life force in them that it makes you feel lighter and that brings up a lot of stuff for people. Yeah, well, it opens up a lot of things. It's it's like scratching a, a, a scab and, and the wound opens up. But the thing is, you don't have to dwell on those things. Right. You know, there there's um, certain ways of handling stuff that comes up for you. One of the things, I like I say, is it true? Because a lot of the things that come up is your perception yeah. of what things were. Um, if I may, yeah. I've got a story on that, too. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I don't, I don't know if um, you people um, – I may have told this one a dozen times, too. Um, but recently, uh, when I was a kid, when I was um, – 16, I don't, don't know if any of you know, but my father died when I was 12, and my mother was the sole parent, and this was a long time ago. When my brother turned 16, she bought him a car, and she bought his insurance. And my brother had been a troublemaker since second grade, and he was a car thief and all this other stuff. And when I turned 16, I thought I was going to get a car, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get a car. I had to buy my own car. I'd been working since I was 13, babysitting, and then whatever else I could do. And when I turned 18, I wanted to borrow my mother's car so I could get a car. And uh, so I did that. I had the money saved, bought my own car, got my own insurance, and blah, blah, blah. And through, oh, up until, I'd say, what, two years ago, maybe, maybe even only a year ago, I had this thought in my head about this. I was angry all this time, these many years, until I went to a conference and all of a sudden um, this came up for me and I realized, and this was like a few months after my mother had died, I realized that my mother had probably bought the car for my brother because he was a car thief and this was her idea of, you know, if I buy him a car, he'll stop buying cars. I mean, stealing cars. Like, duh, I mean, this never occurred to me. It was like always this thing between myself and my mother. You bought him a car, you didn't buy me a car. And so it was my misperception, her lack of communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great example. And uh, it's, yeah, that's such a great example. And, you know, Revel, I've been doing this work for, like you, for many years. And for like 22 years, I I did the the beginning of this journey um, for my own personal growth. I did a lot of heavy-duty processing. And I was crying for, for, I think, the first like two or three years. I was crying every day. 
I mean, I was processing stuff and really heavy-duty stuff. Wow. And just really dealing with everything. And when I look back, I mean, I would never want to go through that again, but it was a really high space I was in, too, because I was letting go of a lot. And I was calling people and confronting them. I mean, it was it was a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it's funny because the same person that, um, you know, my, I call my teacher or whatever, um, the same information that I still work with, uh, years later I heard him say in a seminar that I went to that if you think you've been coming here for 20 years and that you're ahead of someone else or you've processed your stuff, the person next to you could be sitting there. This could be their second time here. They could be. This could be totally new information for them, but they've already let go of it. Uh-huh. They've already let go of what they need to let go of. And some of you are just carrying around. You know, Elaine does this unbelievable, um, uh, what's it called? It's not presentation, but she she does this little demonstration for people in the class where she takes a chair, and we're all sitting on the floor, and she takes a chair, and she has the chair, like, under her arm. And the chair, she starts walking, and she walks around the circle, and it's smashing into people. It's smashing into the cops, it's smashing into people, smashing into the pole, you know, just grazing mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And she says, this is my chair. Does everyone see my chair? Who hasn't seen my chair? Does anybody <laughs> see, does everyone see my chair? Do, do you guys want me to tell you more about my chair? And it's getting in the way. She can't walk out of the room. And this is my chair. Does anybody want to hear more about my chair? I mean, how long are you going to carry the chair around for? Mm-hmm. Oh, you that's know, a great one. Yeah, it's really good visual. And, huh? Yeah, she does different ones. It's a really cool visual because that's a th- I mean sometimes you do have to process things out or it's difficult and it's it takes a while and you have to really go through the anger and the pain and the emotions to get to the light and the love. But sometimes and the teacher that I work with always says it's just as easy to grow through love and light as it is through pain and suffering. But we don't all think that because of our beliefs. Some of us think we have to grow through pain and suffering. Exactly. And that's why we carry our stories around for 20, 30, 40 years. And, oh. and sometimes it's already processed out. You know, sometimes you process other things and it affects other things in your life and it um, affects the other emotional stuff you're going through. And it's, it's really gone. It's really not even anything that's real anymore, but we're so used to carrying around, you don't realize that all you have to do is actually move your hand out from behind the chair and walk away. Exactly. And that's where uh, when, when something comes up, Look mm-hmm. at it and go, is this true? Yeah, is this just something you believe or is this true? And who would you be if you dropped this story? Yeah. Um, you had mentioned rape, and I know a lot of people will, will have issues with that. Yeah. As, and yeah. I was gang raped when I was 19. Mm. And I'm wow. going to drop a, no, I'm not going to drop names. Um, mm. I carried the guilt around for quite a while mm-hmm. and um, I was with my teacher and one of the things he says how long are you going to carry that story yeah. and he said have you looked at options of how you could have dealt with it well no <laughs> this is how it was and you know, this was my perception of it and it took me a while before I finally could talk about it with without crying and getting people's oh poor thing oh I'm so sorry thing I, I, I for some reason needed to get that um, sympathy. There's, a payoff. There's always a payoff. Yeah, exactly. Well, we would do it. We exactly. would do anything, good or bad. Exactly. And we're going to talk about that in the next segment about payoffs, benefits, and also retracing. But the thing I want to make, you know, put out there is I can talk about it now, and it's like it's not even part of my story. It's just yeah. something I can use as an example. It's like 
You said, yes, we draw that. Yeah, I take full responsibility for putting myself in the situation. Um, I don't take the guilt for it. I take responsibility. And if you just say, well, yeah, I did that. Okay, it's done. Right. You know, why do we have to carry on that whole thing? Right. Okay, I think we'll be back. You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. This is Revel, and welcome back to Rockin' Radio. Um, what's going on with me? This is, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, one thing I've got going on right now is I'm starting another series of teleclasses. And the people who have been on my teleclasses, if you look through the abundance thread on rafutalk.com, you'll see a lot of stuff on there from people saying what a great class it was. The people who come build this great connection. And it's all done by phone. For those who don't, who've never done one before, you just go to revelations.com and that's R-E, two V's as in victory, E. L-L-A-T-I-O-N-S, revelations.com to sign up. It's $99, and with a um, registration, you also get one of my free ebooks. Well, it's not a free ebook, but you'll get an ebook included, and it's called Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days, a self-empowering playbook. And like you say, for 30 days, um, people, people change when they yeah. start doing this playbook. It's just, and you, you can get the playbook without... Um, without joining the class but the class is so fun it's very limited i limit it to 12 people it's all interactive everybody gets to know each other everybody supports each other it's just been a phenomenal phenomenal thing uh other than that i've got my two books for sale if you go to revelations.com you can um, just browse there i've got a weekly revelation and sometimes it's weekly sometimes it's every other week and sometimes it's once a month <laughs> it depends on when what i feel like writing but it's always short and it doesn't take up a lot of your time but it's always pertinent okay let's get back to the show this is fun we're talking about um Creating your reality. Yeah, creating your reality. And you yeah. had something else you wanted to say about... Well, yeah, I just wanted to say when you were talking about when I mentioned uh, rape victims or people who have gone through horrible abuse or, or anything like that, again, it's not to blame them and saying it's so different from that. I mean, I, there's no way I want anybody to think that um, I'm saying that it's your fault. It's not about anybody's fault. It's no. about this happened, and if I believe I create my reality 100%, then I need to realize that this happened for a reason. And if I don't think like that, there's no way I'm going to be able to change it. I'm going to be stuck there. Mm -hmm. So if I think, okay, this is horrible, and I've gone through horrible things in my life, and I, it's, of course it's not like two seconds after it happens, I think, okay, what have I learned? <laughs> you know, it mm -hmm. doesn't happen that quickly you know, all yeah. the time. I mean, 
sometimes you have to go through it and be depressed or be upset and then but you don't I don't let it go for years or months. I mean, I pick myself up and I think, "Okay, this is a horrible thing." Now, how do I deal with this and what am I going to do to change it? What am I going to do to get out of it? Exactly. And that's that's why when I say you create your own reality, okay, then what do I need to do in my life? Why did I create this? What lesson am I learning in this? And what is this showing me? I, I really do you think you believe I, I really do believe you create everything on some level. Mm-hmm. So I've had horrible things happen to me when I was younger and in the past and at the time, it didn't feel great, and I didn't think, oh, this is great, I'm creating this, but as <laughs> you know what I mean? But as, I, as time went on and I started to process this stuff, I realized what I needed to gain, whether it was a part of my personality and, you know, something that formed me or made me think a different way, and um, I think that's, that's how you grow. Oh, definitely, and... A lot of things you you receive or things that happen to you. I have a former roommate who lost a leg in a motorcycle auto accident. And I think I took it worse than he did because I was thinking about me if I had lost a leg. And he told me one time he would rather have his leg now, but it was one of the best things that ever happened to him. Wow. I mean, he grew from it. Yeah. And that's the thing is whatever goes on. And now what I'm looking at is whatever happens to me whether it's within our relationship or whether it's something physical, this is something I can use to assist other people. Oh, absolutely. And I always think, too, whatever happened to me in the past, I for many, many years, it didn't happen overnight. I didn't think it was a great thing, but it formed my personality yes. and how I look at the world and how I had to deal with it and get out of it and, yeah, how I can help other people and, and the way I, you know, I'm more compassionate to something or I'm, you know, different ways it forms my personality. Right. And it's also how you choose to deal with something. You can continue wallowing in it. And wallowing in yeah. certain things is fun, like wallowing in raw foods. I mean, that's right. one thing. But wallowing in your constant pain, your yeah. constant dis-ease, your constant... What are the benefits you're getting from this? Well, yeah. And like we started talking about, there's always a payoff. There is. And it's not, you know, some of these words we're using, if they're new to you, if it's a new concept... They can sound kind of harsh, like you create your own reality, you're creating everything, or uh, there's always a payoff. It's not that. A payoff can be in a good way or whatever way. There's always a payoff with whatever you do. I mean, you wouldn't do anything good in your life if there wasn't some payoff, if there wasn't some benefit and joy and some great thing you experienced. And just like when uh, not-so-great things happen, there's always a payoff when you keep yourself in a certain space. Mm -hmm. There's you know, of illness or disease or obesity, there's there's always some payoff, even though you may not look at it like that. Because if there wasn't, you wouldn't stay in that space. Right. So you let, let's, move let's on look to at something else. Yeah. Well, I want to just relate something that happened to me this morning. Sure. And those of you on, on Raw Food Talk, been there for a while, probably have remembered something I wrote called Consider This. And I had talked about when you go out and exercise, because when you're eating I don't care what kind of food program you're eating. You need to get out and move. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I do this every morning. I go out walking. Usually I carry at least one, if not two, knives. And I don't care your your issue with knives or guns or anything like that. I'm out to protect myself. And, you know, people are going, I've heard people tell me, well, you carry, you know, you carry this. You're, you can expect, you know, you're putting it out that you're going to get. Um, mm-hmm. No, this is called 
taking care of business. <laughs> Let's just make it right as it is. And usually I carry pepper spray. Mm. And recently, I've not carried it. I feel like I'm in a safe neighborhood, et cetera, et cetera. And so I was out walking and um, about 6 o'clock this morning, and this woman came out, and she's putting out her trash. And I'm looking at her thinking, hmm, this looks like somebody who's on TV I sh- I, or radio, I, radio, on, um, in film because she looks so familiar. Mm-hmm. And she looked up at the house, and I first thing in my head was dog. Mm-hmm. And I kept walking, and this dog came out, and she had hedges across, and the dog came. You know how they'll sometimes come in the yard, and they'll go to the edge of the hedge, and barking, barking, barking. And I said, hello, 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 hello. And I was just thinking, you know, and I didn't hear anything. And Mm. next thing I hear are the toenails on the sidewalk. And Mm. I turn around, and I see teeth. Mm. And next thing I know, I've got his teeth on my arm. Oh. And I'm stomping my feet saying, stop it, stop it, stop it. And wow. he, he he backed off. He let go. Lucky for me. And uh, did he puncture your skin? No. Okay. No. Wow. Um, my arm is swollen where he got me, but um, and she, it happened so fast she didn't even see it. Because mm. she asked me, she says, "Did he bite you, <laughs> or she bite you?" I said, "Yeah, she bit me." <laughs> and I said, "I don't think she broke skin." But lucky for me, I had a shirt on and a um, thicker. Uh, yeah. thicker jacket over it yeah. um, you can see where it is you can see where uh, it's scraped but um, mm. wow you know and she's going um do you want to come in <laughs> like with her no <laughs> you're crazy <laughs> you know but other people who have not who have not processed what I did they'd be ready to sue they'd be you know they'd be screaming at this woman they'd be you know panicked she and I were both shaking I mean, oh, I can wow. see her shaking, you know, and she and she's just holding me, and she's looking at the dog, and she's looking at me, and I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm okay. Yeah. And um, so, why do you think you created that this morning? To remind me to carry pepper spray. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we could have something to talk about today. Yeah, exactly. I need something to talk about. We're, we're, we're you know, we're really we're in at our own reality. Yeah, we've done two shows. This is our third show. We have nothing to talk about, so <laughs> I had to create something. But we've already done what twenty minutes with uh, before we got to this. So I guess we got yeah. things to talk about. Yeah, I. You know what? It's it's. I th- I think why did I create that? That's a good question because part of it is that I tell people to do something and I don't do it. And it was an awakening. It could have been way worse. It could have been a type yeah. of dog that once it got a hold of you, it doesn't let go. Yeah. This one was a black lab. He got me. He let go, or she. And it was that was done. And she just went and started sniffing grass. And I was like, well, you're fine, aren't you? Mm. <laughs> and I, and I, I told her, I said, just you know, take her away. Yeah. And... Um, what I'm going to do next about this is I'm going to wait a day or so, and then I'm going to leave her a note and tell her that I'm fine because I'm sure she's waiting for yeah. a lawsuit. Mm. And I don't do that. You know, yeah. if I needed medical attention, I would do that. I would go and get the medical attention, give her the bill. Mm. But I, no, I think this is such a great example because I really, when something like that happens to me, I always think, okay, why did I create that? And it sometimes drives Dennis crazy because he he'll say to me, "You didn't create it. It just, you know, it was this woman's fault, or it was the dogs ran out of the house." Or and I always say to him, "I know, but I created it happening in my reality." Exactly. You know, if I believe I create everything, then I created this dog running out and biting me. What? 
and it's really, I mean, and who knows? You don't always know at the exact moment. It could have been maybe you needed to look at your, maybe your fear was coming up and you needed to look at something around your fear that you haven't processed yet or that was coming up again. Or maybe you, you know, like you just said, you need to remind yourself of, you know, you're being lax when you walk about bringing protection with you. Something worse could have happened. Yeah, also it could be a, a lesson for this woman yeah. that she needs to close her door because her dog is vicious. Mm. Who who knows? You know, I mean, there's yeah, so many yeah, there's so many levels know. and layers of something like this right. that now I don't think she'll ever take the trash out and leave her dog leave the door open like that. Yeah, yeah. Because, you just never know why at the, or not never, but a lot of times you don't know why at that moment you're creating it or something's happening. Yeah, exactly. But sometimes it shows up later, which I think is always fascinating to me to see to look back and say, oh. Wow. You know, a couple months ago this happened, and I think it's tied into this moment. Yeah. You know when that happens? I I think we need to say goodbye. Oh, wow, that was a question. (laughs) It was. (laughs) We're just getting on a roll. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) this is Revel, and uh, always reminding you to revel in life, and remember, play with your food. And this is Alyssa. We'll talk to you next week.